Hello everybody, hello Skimo Tribe, my name is Roland Ritz and welcome to the episode number 3 of the Skimo Cast. In these episodes I had an amazing talk with one and only Davide Manini. He is not only one of the greatest athletes in Skimo world right now, but he is a humble, determined and mature mountaineer who loves and enjoys every second spent in the mountains. So enjoy this episode and I want to thank you all for the amazing support you are giving us from the very start of the whole Skimostats project. It means a world to us, it's our passion and we are doing it only for you, for this sport. We want to help the sport grow and let's hope that the next winter is going to be a legendary one since the big events are coming back also the national races and the smaller ones and let's hope that we will see and meet each other somewhere in the europe during the next winter months Davide Manini is 24 years old elite Italian ski mountaineering athlete from Vermiglio, a small village located in the heart of the Alps in Val d'Isole in Trentino. He is the current world champion in the long distance team race, bronze medalist at the world championships in the individual race and number five in the Skimostats ranking for the season 2020-21. Davide, thank you for finding the time and welcome to the Skimocast. Hi, everybody. Hi, Roland. It's a pleasure to be here in this podcast. How are you? What about your recent injury? Is it getting better? Yeah, now it's getting better. After 10 days of stop, I have to stop completely from running. And I did one week and a little bit more of recovering. And from today, yesterday, I started again to train and to run a little bit, easy run, but it seems that it's going away, all the inflammation. So I'm confident to keep on improving and uh, be in a good shape for 10 days. That's great that you are coming back uh, like really, really soon. I, I so. mentioned uh, the mountains uh, and your village in the introduction. Tell us, yes. what's it like uh, to grow up and live right under the mountains with uh, a height above 3,000 meters? Yeah, it's the, it's the perfect, uh, it's the perfect uh, place to, to grow up and to, to, to train for uh, your passion. You know, I'm, I'm living in Vermiglio, what, which is a small village in the middle of the Alps. And as you told, it's surrounded by 3,000 peaks. So I'm in the perfect environment for training all the year long, especially in winter for schemo, but also in summer, it offers a lot of opportunities with mountain running, trail running, mountain bike, whatever it's outdoor sport is a really good place. So you have a lot of... Uh, of, of motivation and uh, stimulus to to train in this nice environment. Yeah, so it wasn't very hard to fall in love with mountain sports, uh, I would say. Uh, yeah. When did you start with uh, ski mountaineering? Was it your first sport or did you do something uh, different in the beginning? No, when I was a child, my father always pushed me to, to try different activities i started uh, with a cross-country ski because where i live there is a really nice uh, slope 
more than 25k in one loop so uh, when i was really young at three years old i started with cross-country skiing and after i moved to alpine ski because my father wanted that i learn really well to ski in the downhill and after i come back to cross country with also ski jumping and in the meantime my father was already competing in ski mountaineering so he was bringing me in the mountains all the weekends both in summer and in winter and uh, he built up um, uh, a custom uh, equipment for me when I was nine years old for, to do ski mountaineering because in that time there wasn't any uh, small boot for uh, for child for do skimo. And so he built up and uh, we were going for a really easy loop in the weekend in the mountains um, at my home chalet in the mountains. And so I grew up with the mountains uh, as a passion, as a hobby. But after I was following more and more my father during his competition, and when I was uh, at the age of 14, that I could uh, compete in Schimo, I tried. And in the third race, I performed really well. I joined the, the national team. And since that moment, I'm still in the Italian national team. And I would say that you are really successful <laughs> to this date. Uh, do you remember <laughs> your you. first peak uh, you climbed uh, in winter? In winter, I think it was the real first peak. A really mountaineering one was uh, Presanella, my home mountain, because it's the closest to my home. It's uh, 3,550 meters high. And it's a really nice mountain because it has a, it has a shape of a crown, like uh, the crown of a, of a queen. So it, it really inspires a lot of people, a lot, a lot of mountaineers. And uh, I was always uh, amazed by this mountain. And uh, I climbed it uh, the first time when I was uh, uh, 11 to 12 years old. And uh, the first time I climbed it uh, with the ski in winter, I did the north face that at the time was a really nice couloir and it was super amazing for me. Uh, your passion for mountain sports is huge. You are skimo racer, also skyrunner, uh, but uh, I would say that uh, it's not only about the racing for you. So what does mountaineering and playing uh, out there in the mountains mean to you? It's my life. It's my daily routine and I wouldn't be able to to live uh, without this because uh, when you grow up in this environment and you are used to train every day outside or to to be in the mountains and to do your passion in this beautiful uh, in this beautiful nature both in winter and in summer it would be really hard to live without it of course sometimes now that i'm a professional athlete i have to sacrifice uh, some maybe running outside to train more specific or to do more monotonous training on the slopes. 
because I know that I I need uh, this for uh, for for being at at the top of my shape. But uh, you do it with the mental already focus on the next uh, adventure in the mountain, and it what uh, keep you motivated. You you say I'm training to be better to perform better after when I will go in the mountains to do a peak and especially in winter or in spring and I really like it. I really feel in uh, in contact with the nature because you are alone with your feelings and uh, a completely silent uh, environment around you. So you are in like in a mindfulness uh, moment where the time goes by and you didn't see it passing so you are really really in contact with everything with your body with the nature and it's a really nice feeling oh you are still very young and considered uh, as one of the biggest stars of this sport of the sport of schemo oh, do you see yourself st- still as a learner or you are putting yeah. yourself among the biggest players in the game no 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 I'm I'm still young and I have, I know that I have a lot of things to learn to 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 upgrade and to became a, to become a, a better skier both in uphill and downhill and I wanted to improve my my skills I know there is some point where I lack a little bit more than in the other So in the next year, I will. I hope to be able to to fill all these gaps. And uh, yes, I performed really well in some races in the in the last season. But uh, the best has to come. I hope. I would say that uh, yeah, you are uh, still really young. Uh, you won also the uh, World Cup in Germany, but. I think that your peak of performance is uh, like maybe in two to six years. So, oh, it's gonna be like great to see you on the on the better or higher level than you are just now. I don't know if I that's hope... possible, but <laughs> I hope so. I hope to improve and to to grow my my level. Last summer uh, was heavily affected by the pandemic uh, situation but you found an amazing way how to push your limits and also how to use uh, the months uh, without the races and so on you set uh, some great records on your home mountains uh, Presanella and Ortles and also you run up to Paso de los Telvio in one of the fastest times ever uh, what do these projects mean to you in summer and winter because uh, It is also connected with the passion for the mountaineering, right? Yes, exactly. Without competition, I found this way to to keep me motivated for training and have a goal during the summer season. And these were some dreams that I had since uh, when I was a child, when I was looking at the performances of uh, Marco and Kilian going up and down from the the biggest mountain in Europe. And uh, I was amazed by these performances that I said, okay, one day I want to try and to see where is my limit, where I can be also so fast or not. 
and uh, so I decided to 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 use this year without competition for trying this project and with Salomon we decided to to build up a little bit of story around this to to tell to the to the people who I am and where I grow up or my family and the environment where where I grow up these three projects well were really a good goal for me a really important goal and I was really happy when I was able to set this new FKT on Presanella, which is my home mountains, my first really mountaineer peak. And Ortres is one of the most beautiful mountains in the Alps because it seems like uh, to be in Himalaya, but uh, it's a little bit... Uh, uh, lower than of course uh, the Himalayan peaks but it was really nice because uh, the performance from Marco it seems for me something impossible to reach and to get to go closer to that time and when I tried I was so focused and so in a in a, in a mindfulness uh, uh, moment that I I could do a really good performance, which I'm really happy and I will never forget about it. You just entered the transition zone and now we are going to talk a bit about your hobbies uh, outside of sport, lifestyle and uh, also the fans uh, have some questions on you. But as you know, when racing, you have to be really, really fast in transitions. So okay. you have to be yes really fast and, okay. <laughs> and as, as in transitions, you know. <laughs> okay. I will try. I'm not good in transition, but um, I will do my best. <laughs> So may maybe uh, when doing transitions in uh, podcasts, you are going to be the very best. <laughs> We will see. Go. Okay. So I will try with the very first question. What is your favorite hobby outside sport? Making pizza. Which type of pizza is your favorite one? A white one with apple, local cheese, spinach and nuts. How many hours a year do you train and how many altitude meters do you climb? I don't know. Six, seven hundred hours with uh, 500 um, meters of elevation gain, probably. I don't know because I don't care too much to, yeah, to the okay. final table every year. <laughs> yeah, sure. What do you prefer more, uh, intensity or long days when building the basic endurance? Intensity. Uh, what is a good indoor preparation for schema? Uh, bike rollers plus uh, strength and uh, bike rollers at the end to recover. Uh, what about the music? Which singer is your favorite one? Old uh, rock music from okay. 80s, 90s. Good choice. <laughs> uh, do you like listen to music during the training? Never, never. I never listen music during my training.
the next season is approaching really fast. Davide, the last one, you become the world champion in long distance team race. You also took bronze medal at the world championships in the individual race and you finished five times on the podium of the World Cup races. So it seems like a very successful one, right? Yes, I am really happy with that. And what what about the next season? It's gonna be really tough because a lot of races in just five months, seven World Cup races, European Championships, and four Grand Course races. So, what is your main target for this uh, really busy season? Yeah, you 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 told it. It will be a really tough season for the many many races that w- there will be. I will try to focus, of course, on individual and vertical World Cup. Uh, the overall is always a big goal, but I know that uh, in the sprints I lose a lot of uh, a lot of points, but I will try my best. And of course, Grand Course again with the World uh, cha- War- Long Distance World Championship in Tour de Rito will be one of the biggest goal and uh, maybe Pyramid but I will have to to see how how it is because they will be all really close these big races so there will be some terms to do during the winter yeah, yeah you are right so it's all all together in the calendar it's from February yeah. till till May every week I would say so it's gonna be uh, really really tough and also it will be very important to plan the season really good is winning the world cup your big goal in this sport for the future yeah i really would like to win at least one time the overall world cup you mentioned that you are not a good sprinter so do you think that it's possible to win the overall world cup without being regularly in the top five or top 10 in the sprint race. Like we saw that Axel Gashem Molare, she did it, but it was in women category and she was like super amazing in the vertical and individual races. So what about the men category? In the men category, I think it will be harder because the level is growing and it's, it's already really high. And there are already some uh, specialized uh, guys. So some guys that are really good in only one discipline or uh, one uh, specialty of uh, ski mountaineering. So it will be harder and harder every year to be in a good position in all the three specialties. But uh, of course, uh, if you are able to, to be on the podium in all the races of individual and vertical and at least in the first uh, 20 or 15th of the sprints you can win the world cup which discipline is your favorite one uh, yeah i i think that sprint is the, not, the, not the choice <laughs> the, the individual one the individual yeah, or uh, or yeah. team race in two like uh, around 2000 meter of elevation like the 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 team race i would mm-hmm. say or the individual yeah so so you really like to do the pure schema the original exactly mountaineering yeah <laughs> with long climbs and some peaks crampons uh, technical ridges 
longer maybe couloir to climb uh, with uh, your ski on the back these are the best Davide, you are from uh, Vermilio, which is uh, on the road to Paso di Deltonale. And you are from the area where Adamelo Skirate is uh, held exactly. every two years. But you never did this race. Uh, last winter you planned to do it, but we all know that the situation was uh, against you and uh, you stayed at home. <laughs> so yeah. when, when, when was... you plan to do this uh, home race? Next next year of course okay i'm looking so... forward to be there next year i was uh, injured at home with covid infection so it was really hard to to look at the screen and follow the race by by online but uh, next year i will give uh, everything and i will try my best to be there at my best shape In July, uh, Skimo was added to the program of uh, Winter Olympic Games in 2026. And in 2026, you should be in your prime years when speaking about your performance. So it means that you are one of the hot favorites for the Olympic medal. Is that your big future goal, especially when the Olympics will be held in your home country? Of course, it it would be a, a dream come through because... Uh, we be already being uh, just being uh, an, Ol- an olympic guy here in italy the first time that schemo will be olympic uh, it's uh, something really amazing that i i hope to live this uh, this moment and to be in the national team because you know in italy the level of the athletes is really high so you have to be the best one to be in the olympic team And uh, after winning a medal would be really, really hard for me, I know, because the speciality that will be in the Olympic Games uh, probably will, be, will not be the, the pure ski mountaineering because, uh, of course, we have to adapt a little bit our sport to, communica- to communicate it uh, in live streaming and to show to the people who are there for watching the race so probably it won't be my perfect format but i will try to improve and to to do my best to be there at a, at a really good level and fighting for a medal well, starting the next winter the really big change will come the stoppers will be obligatory what's your opinion on on this one on this thing i already i already spoke a lot of time also in the in all the in all the assembly and in all the the meetings that we had uh, between uh, ismf and athletes that uh, in my opinion it has not a really big sense to to put this uh, ski break in the World Cup because it's, it's good and it's right to, to promote it in Schimo when you are going in, like for a tour or for all the people who are not competing. It's good to promote and it's right to have it. It's the good way to move in the mountains. But for us, which are top athletes, We are like the Formula One 
of our sport and we should uh, compete in an environment in a, like in a bubble where everything is under control and uh, where uh, the safety of both athletes and the spectators are guaranteed by the organizer so i think that this key stopper can just uh, can just uh, bring more problems to the athletes and to also the the all the 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 committee who have to to control the athletes because at the transition with the ski break it will be a really big mess i i think uh, to see who is activating it or not, uh, who is uh, using, if it's working or not. And uh, when there are some kind of snow, it can be tricky in the, in the turns when you are doing uh, the turns in, in a half hill. When it's hard, you can, you can bump into the ski brake when you are... Uh, skiing downhill really fast and you blend a lot on your head uh, so it can be dangerous also for the athletes in some occasion and uh, we could avoid a ski coming towards a spectators just with uh, controlling really well the track of the race with the right nets and the, all the the, the equipment to, to protect the spectators. And uh, I would say that uh, I would leave it uh, away at the moment also because the, all the ski brakes that are now on the market are not really performing as it should be. So we am not completely agree, but uh, we will see this winter how it is. <laughs> Yeah, let's hope that the competent ones will find the best solution possible. And yeah, that yeah. we will see uh, the racers uh, judging the results, not the failures of, of soppers, of right? Course. Because it's it's really possible that some something can happen. We are at the very end of our interview. Okay. And I got only two or three questions on you. Uh, okay, Italy really is fast. a mecca of Schimo with so many racers and elite racers like Fabio Meraldi or Guido Giacomelli. Uh, who was your role model? My favorite one, my model uh, was uh, for sure... Uh, in the past, yes, at the very beginning, Fabio Meraldi did the history, but I wasn't already born. And I was more close to Manfred Reikeger because he was really constant during all the year and during many, many years. And uh, I was impressed by his performances and also Killian for sure when he was competing and I had the chance to, to compete also with him. It was impressive. So these two people probably are the, the, my race model. And you are also a role model for youngsters. Uh, they follow you, they imitate you and look up to you. Uh, what advice would you give them? To do sport as first as a, as a passion, as a, to have fun. And after, if you are having fun, 
and you have the passion for it after you will find really easy to train and to improve your levels to perform really well also in the competition and uh, the very last question is from the swedish pro athlete uh, freya orban uh, where do okay. you see yourself <laughs> in 10 years i hope still doing uh, outdoor sport both in winter and in summer without uh, any injuries and maybe if i won't be still competing i hope to be in the sport environment helping uh, the new generation the young generation uh, to follow this amazing sport and to to make these sports even greater i would say bigger and more famous to all the people and to to upgrade also all the the things there that manage this sport Davide, that's it. Thank you for your time. It was an honor Thank to have you here. Yeah. I wish you good Thank luck you to the you. season and see you in December in Ponte di Legno. Yes, see you there. Let's hope for a really good races uh, already in December. And thank you for this nice podcast. See you thank soon. You Hi, everybody. Ciao. Ciao, ciao.